everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a South Asian interracial relationship and lifestyle podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back. It is time for me to finally do this Love is Blind episode. I know I have been going at it in the DMs with so many of you because in true Capricorn fashion, I love the drama, I love stirring the pot, and I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but I can totally get behind Love is Blind because it feels like the perfect balance of somewhat real and somewhat scripted fake reality stuff. And so just a heads up, if you have not watched season two, this is not the episode to listen to. It is full of spoilers, and we will give everything away, so you have been warned. But if you have watched it, welcome Let's stir the pot together and talk all the shit because I have opinions and Sydney's got thoughts. So, of course, Sydney is back. She is always here to talk about our favorite TV shows here with you guys. And so she's here to share her thoughts. I'm always here to share my thoughts. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let's get to it. Well, we are recording. Hi, everybody. We're here with our favorite guest. Just kidding. I don't have a favorite guest, but it's Sydney, <laughs> and I am friends with her, so I am partial to having her on. Um, and you guys have all heard her before. She's always on when we're here to talk about TV shows. And so, of course, we had to bring her back because if you haven't watched already, we watched Love is Blind, and we've got some thoughts. That we thought we would share. Right, Sid? Yes, 100%. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what were your thoughts? What were like your initial thoughts of the people when they got on the show? So I actually thought, you know, I feel like the girls were very like into this. I mean, they also have like a season to base this off of, right? Like they, this is Love is Blind too. So they're kind of like prepared for what it is. And I think people went into it very much more so open because they knew that it could work. I mean, granted, it didn't work for that many people, but there were a couple, a couple couples from the last season that this process did work for. And so I think everyone really went into it with open eyes, which is what you needed for this experience. Um, but it's also very interesting, and I loved it, how more diverse um, this season was. You had your Indian couples, you had your um, Asian, you know, representative, I guess, but I feel like this is all like Netflix's token. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Do you, I I always feel like it's so tokenized, especially when Netflix does it, because you can tell it feels like the forced diversity hire. Like it doesn't feel genuine. Cause like if you, if it was even a little bit genuine, you wouldn't have focused so hard on how much Shake is a stereotype. Yeah. Cause. We, I mean, we can get into him, and I'm sure we could do a whole fucking episode on that guy. But, like, I just feel like when Netflix tries to do a diversity, it's just you can tell, like, it doesn't come from a genuine place. And it's probably just a bunch of white people in a boardroom making decisions instead of actually talking to someone from a different background. Yeah, but, I mean, that could be true, but I kind of, like, appreciated that they were even there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because then that added like, some spice. Yeah, exactly. And the representation, you're like, mm, interesting. But also you're like, wow, that's kind of spot on with Shake, you know? <laughs> I I feel like they didn't even have to try that hard to find him because I think that's why he was such a, 
I guess, like triggering character for so many people because it's like, we all know that guy. Yeah. We all know that brown guy, right? Yeah. It's not like he's unique or special. It's like instead he's the majority. Yeah. I mean, and that's what's so disappointing about him. I was crying. Like at the at the wedding episode, I was like doing a whole bunch of different things, unpacking, cleaning my room, and when I saw this, I was crying for her and the family and all this. And I like felt that emotion so much, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, why?" And I was like, it's because you know what it is. You know how yeah. this is. And even if yeah. it's like scripted and, you know, put together, like, I mean, that's the thing. We have to take this with a grain of salt, right? Like they, they scripted, they edited pieces together based on what they want perception to, for Shake and all these people to be like. You still felt it, you know? Yeah. it's It was hard for him to cover up the like what I felt like was such such a total like lack of character because like yes you can you know of course there's I think they spend two weeks in the pods and they're dating like eight to ten hours a day like they're on dates so they're constantly and then you're splicing this up into little 20 30 second clips to fit into the first couple hours to tell a story and like sure maybe you wanted like the token south asian couple so you could show off an indian wedding which was like i ha- have my own thoughts on how poorly it was not executed a good, that was yeah. it was subpar it was below subpar and also i don't know why they like asked um deeps to like she was there when everyone was like wedding dress shopping but like yeah. that's not the wedding dress that she you know like she's over here and i don't know if she actually wanted to look at these dresses cuz she was there like looking at them and kind of like going through the bit And then, but she's like, oh, I see myself going, like, getting married in an Indian dress. And that's true. Like. Yeah. And then no one was there when she was looking at her dresses. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, okay. And I was like, yeah, I get that she was invited. And then she's like looking at them. But like, do you understand? She's not, that's not what she's going to be wearing. And that's not what's like expected. But even, and I also even liked her dress. But I wonder, because, you know, it's not the type of dress that we get married in you know like right. ours are like very traditionally red and like red just is such an important color or like green hers looked very much like a reception like, dress yeah like a traditional yeah. american like wedding dress like it was, it's white which i it was beautiful right but i don't know if it was like i wanted more from even the the way that the mandap was sent set up and the barat doesn't really go down the wedding like the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> that's this is what I mean. Like the whole like representation aspect of this was so forced and so trivialized down to like watering down everything that it just felt like like why? Yeah, and like why? she had to like wear the outfit, which I get, but like if you're like missing the crucial other parts, you know. Just it felt really forced and it didn't like it's just not how it was. But I mean, I appreciated her like wearing it. I mean, she looked beautiful. She looked like a dream and she was also very confident, which like I think that's also why I lied because I love that for her. Yeah, like you can kind of tell she like she went in with this with the plan, right? Like she knew what she was going to say. She knew what she had to do. And I definitely teared up a little bit, too, but I teared up more when she left and she's like in the parking lot by herself with her mom and like kind of talking to the cameras and whatever. And this guy doesn't even like 
try, like doesn't follow her out, doesn't try to talk to her afterwards, just kind of like takes a deep breath. He's like, oh, thank God I don't look like the asshole. I'm like, don't worry. They made you look like the asshole the whole fucking show. Oh, no. And then he's like, oh, thank God I didn't have to say anything. And then he's like, well, I'm just going to carry around about my business I and back to my fitness classes and I have reservations on Nobu. Wow. Wow. Really? That's what you're looking forward to? Your like dinner reservations on Nobu? Not like you could do that any other time, you know? And That's such a brown guy move too. Like, oh, I made a reservation at Nobu. Like, where do you come from? Frat house? You're going to take the SATs after this? Like, like really? What? Really? You know what? You're going to be there alone. Like, clearly she is nobody like you really did this to yourself. And then he's like, well, you know, if I said yes, she would have said yes. It's like, he doesn't get it. And that's, he what, doesn't. that's what killed me is that he does not understand the impact of what this was, you know? Yeah. Well, but that's so many brown guys, right? Like they're raised with this like entitlement that like they are God's gift to this planet. And it's always up to the girl to fix everything that's wrong. And it's the girl is always the problem. And not true. And like you see it throughout the show when he like, especially like you said at the end, he said, oh, I'm so glad I didn't have to say anything. But it's like you said something to everyone else in the show, all the guys like the, you know, cameras, the parents, everybody. But you didn't talk to the one person that you were having an issue about. I know. Like, grow up. That's what got me is that, like, he was talking to – and also the – what the topic was, right? Like, like sexual intimacy and just intimacy in a relationship is very private, I feel like. And I feel Mm -hmm. that if there's an issue there, then it should be addressed with the person that the issue is with. And instead, he's, like, talking to his guys, like, on the side. And the guys are taking it better than he is. They're like, maybe did you try this? Oh, this is very important. What about this? And he's like, but your emotional connection is so strong. And I was like, you know, tapes, like, I wish you dated any of the any of these other guys. Like, maybe yeah, that, any of the other maybe ones. that would have worked out better. And he's just like, and he's just like talking about like an animalistic. He's like, I don't have the animalistic attraction to her and all this. And I don't want somebody speaking about me in that way. You know, and then also the thing yeah. is, like, you if you don't feel that, just like, well, you know, what I wouldn't want to me, if you don't feel that, then okay, but let her know early. I feel like he kept her there, right? He's like, I never, well, maybe I'll never have this connection again. I don't know. I like, I agree. Physical attraction is very important in the relationship. You know, it's definitely up there for me and one of the most important things. But I, if you don't feel it, and you've tried to get past it, then maybe let her know and let each other go. What was the point of all this? And you gave it a shot and then you're just like convinced that she's going to like say yes, but then you're going to be the one to decide no. Like I wonder what his decision actually was because he never got to say what it was. Yeah, and I don't think he would have delivered it eloquently by any means so thank god she went first because even like you said all the guys he talked to were better at handling it than he was and he really should have talked to her about it because it's it's an intimacy problem so then you talk to you talk about it with the person you're intimate with and the most telling part for me was when Shane and him were talking. I think it was the bachelor party. It was like towards the end. And the first thing out of Shane's mouth while this guy is complaining is, so what have you done to try to fix this? 
And he literally didn't have an answer. And then Shane was like, have you tried this? Because if I were you, I would be doing this. I would be trying this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, am I supposed to do that for the rest of my life? I'm like, what do you mean, try? Are you are you going to have to try for the rest of your life? Yet your wife, like, you're going to have to try to turn her on or you're going to have to try to make her attracted to you, sir? Like, by the way, you're working with dad bod and gray hair. Uh, you're not exactly, like, top model status over here. But you're sitting here making comments about women's like weight and appearance on a show literally called Love is Blind. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if he knew what he was getting yourself himself into. And I figure that he kind of had to, I mean, like do like interviews and you kind of know. I mean, I don't know if you show up on the day of recording being like, this is the show. You know, I don't know. I don't know if sometimes he's one of those people that apply to multiple reality shows. And then this is the one that he like got selected on. I don't know. But even in the beginning, he was like, oh, will I be, do you like EDM festivals? Will I be able to lift you above on my, sh- do you like going on shoulders? Will I be lifting you? Will I be able to lift you up on my shoulders? You know, to be honest, you being able to lift somebody on your shoulders, on your shoulders is an impact of you, not them. If you're sh- right. You I'm like, lift- sir, you can't lift anybody. Yeah. You don't look like you can lift anybody over your you shoulders. You can't even lift a sack of potatoes over your shoulders, <laughs> you know? Like, like, yeah. so uh, what you probably will not be able to – and he didn't, right? Him and Danielle fell. Like, he tried and him mm-hmm. and Danielle fell or something. And she's like, oh, that almost didn't happen there. I know. And she even said, she's like, I didn't know who you could do that. So who are you, you know? like, And also that was – but for her – I wonder, like, I wonder her mindset during these things, right? Because for me, I feel like I notice red flags pretty early uh, in, and I feel like I just can't get past certain things, right? And, like, the whole point of this show was to to not look at somebody's physical appearances and let, let that go and kind of just build this emotional connection. But he did have this brief moment where he's like, I was mistaken. And I think it's probably the only time we'll, we'll see him admit that he was wrong, where he was like, I didn't. I focus too much on the external and I wanted to, and I really appreciate now the whole um, getting to get, getting to know someone beside, through these pods and develop an emotional relationship. I did, I do remember him admitting to that, which I appreciated. And so for a brief moment there, I liked him because I was like, there's so much growth here for him. Short lived. Yeah, exactly. And, and then that went out the window, you know, um, but then the thing is, like, during the relationship, I can't say terribly that he treated her badly. Like, he was a good friend to her and this. You know, he was, like, there wasn't anything where he was just, like, very, like, abusive or traumatic. But really, he didn't treat her well either. Yeah. Well, I really would have an issue with someone I was dating going and talking to everyone else about our sex life. Yeah. I, to me, that's just so personal And, like, even Michael has said in the past, I think I asked him once, I'm like, do you guys really talk about what you guys do with other girls with each other? And he's like, I don't, and none of my friends do because we're not pieces of shit. I was like, okay, Michael, I appreciate that. Respect. Um, And I just, I don't know, it just feels so childish to do that. I don't know any, thank God, I guess maybe we do know great men. I don't know any guy that would do that. Um. Maybe in high school we would have, right? Yes, I'm thinking more high school age kids. But we wouldn't now. And also, um, we wouldn't like 
talk about the issues. And the thing is, like, I know Deeps, Deeps' brother, like, made a Instagram post about this. And it is true. Like, when you watch this back, you have to know your audience, right? Like, you're mindful. You should be mindful of the things you say and do on the show because it's gonna, it's a reality TV show. And her parents were watching. And your parents were watching. And that's horrible to have somebody's, like, family do that. And also the impression that you give of her. You know, like, I would never want somebody that I dated or loved to talk about me that way. Like an animalistic attraction. I get you're a veter- veterinarian, but. Well, he called her an auntie. Yeah. I was like, the level of disrespect you have for this person as if it is all their fault. And then he like, he's so reactive. And I think his immaturity really shows even now that the show is done and. Every now and then, like, people will send me things he posts on Instagram, and he's made, like, multiple videos where one day he's like, I'm trying to do better. Like, give me advice. What should I do? And then the next day, he's like, I don't give a shit. I have no regrets. I am who I am. Like, whatever. And I'm like, you're so reactive, and you have not once stopped to, like, take a pause, take a look in the mirror, try to reflect at all. That's the thing. And it shows. That's what I'm saying. He didn't, right when this happened, you see other couples where she's said no. And the guys, like, they take a minute, you know, a few minutes, and then they go after her to make sure she's okay or to figure out what's going on. He literally stood there and then he's like, it's still a celebration. Celebration of what? This was supposed to be a wedding and it's not anymore. I'm not saying it's ominous, but celebrate celebrating what? You know, and you're still like asking your friends to like jam out there with you, talking about your reservations at Nobu and going back to your fitness routine and all this. Like, did you learn nothing from this? Yeah. And like your friends and family took the time to be there. They deserve something. Like, I think Sal, who like took the time at the end of their ceremony to address the family and really try to make them understand his choice, like, that really showed the difference in men on this show when yeah. Shake was just like, this is a party and I don't give a crap that you're all here right now wondering what the hell is going on. But Sal is such a stand-up guy that I am a little jealous that I was not <laughs> on this show trying to date Sal. Like, he, he is a sweetie. He apologized to her family because he because he understood what this meant, right? But Shake didn't even talk to anybody and even now apologize to her or her family and the thing is even his mom said that right she doesn't this girl doesn't deserve even half a percent of less god bless and his she mom. Even said that she's like i love you but i think i'm on her side here and i'm like this is the woman that loves you unconditionally she gave birth to you and she's saying this maybe heed that advice a little bit more yeah i just don't think he like has any self-awareness i don't know i don't think we can blame all of it on just like the producers making him look bad because he gave him the material to work with you know and you're right and then you think of like shake's mom and you think about just our culture and south asian culture and do you wonder is she looking at her son and thinking i can't let this happen to another girl where her generation think about how many of those women, their intimacy, their sexual desires, like none of that was considered. Do you think she maybe looked at her son and thought, we can't 
we can't let this happen to somebody else. Because to me, that's kind of how I would see it as, a, you know, I don't have kids. But if I did and I heard my son talking about a girl like this, I would automatically think, what about her? Maybe that's the feminist in me. But like, well, that's I, just, I don't I don't I don't know what the issue is here because she like is not blindly supporting him. You know, she was telling him that he, she's wrong. And maybe it is, you know, this historically like. The, the way that the arranged marriages were because both sides kind of both families kind of alluded to that like talked about how they were arranged but and how this pod situation is similar to an arranged marriage and that they're both happy and their families also focus so much on their child's happiness um which i really liked you know and i appreciated that but i don't know if i i didn't actually even think about the fact that her mom was trying to his mom was trying to save another girl from that's just kind of the way I see it like maybe I'm reading too into it but like I really had a lot of respect for Deeps's mom at the end when even though she was obviously upset for her she was still like if you're happy if this is the right choice for you like I will support you 100% like you deserve whatever you want in life yeah and then I know like Deeps kept saying like I think a part of her and us were so ecstatic because she said, I chose myself. I chose myself. And she kept saying it. And I think it was like to reaffirm that she did that, you know? And the thing is, she is such an incredible woman and she's such an incredible girl. Like she could give so much of herself to the right person, but did he deserve that? No. And I'm happy she realized like not an ounce more, no much, like not anymore was he going to get anything from her, you know? Um, and I think... I don't know how much she thought about how, like, because, you know, we always say, like, but what will people say? Like, I don't, I wonder how much she thought about what her family will say, her friends will say when she was the one to make that decision, like, on the Mundup, like, to say no. I don't know how much she thought about that, but I'm happy that she felt so confidently in her, in her decision. And she was, like, radiating. She was a beautiful, beautiful bride, and he looked like a scrub there. Um <laughs> <laughs> full-on scrub vibes yeah that was the thing like he was saying that one of his friends was like 20 30 years from now he said something about 20 30 years in the future and his friend was like what do you think you're gonna look like and i'm like why is everybody like more aware of any type of situation than he is like i feel like he lives in outer space or something i don't know where he, he really does but i don't know i think it's just like with the um what's it called? The confidence. I feel like guys just have this confidence and girls, like we work so hard to develop it, you know? And he's, I don't know yeah. where his comes from, but I mean, I guess good for him, but not good for him because now he was standing there alone. Um, but I mean, good for, good for Deeps for saying no more. Like I chose myself, you know? And I think that she's like, I know what I, what I deserve and this isn't it or something. I forgot exactly what she said at Monday, but she realized and she put a lot of thought into it. And so good for her. Yeah, for sure. And there's also like the whole, I know there are a bunch of people that were, I was talking about this show with while I was watching it. And there was just like this recurring theme, at least within like the South Asian community that, you know, South Asian men, it's like they expect the total package. They want everything from a girl and they're not expecting to settle for anything less. And yet women, no, no matter how extraordinary they are, are told to settle no matter what. And 
I don't know if this is just how they splice the show, where when Deeps and Shake first talk in the pods, they're kind of compiling every time he asks about physical appearance in the pods. But I'm wondering, did he make those comments before or after all the other clips about them talking and getting to know each other? You know what I mean? Because like you said, Deeps cuts him so much slack. She gives him so much room. And I don't listen. If it was me in the pods, as soon as those remarks came out of his mouth, I would have been like, I'm out. Honestly, I probably would have been out the second he was like, I only date like white blonde girls. And like these two are like weirdly bonding over only dating white people. I found that that very strange. Like they were both, her parents were like, oh, um, wow, like we didn't know she was going to bring home an Indian boy. Like, well, we expected that. We didn't expect this, but you know, pleasantly surprised. And his family too. Like they're like, wow, like you're not white. And I, I didn't, I thought that was like, I mean, I guess for me it's kind of true, but still like, I don't know. I, I just was like, are you, is Netflix somehow, are they somehow trying to make this work more because they found out that they were Indian? Because you, know, I feel like they were because there were a lot of South Asians cast. They had Hasib, who oh, yeah. is some sort of Middle Eastern South Asian. Um, there was another girl whose name I don't think is ever even brought up, but she's definitely brown. Um, and I want to say there might have been one other person because the way the show runs is there's actually a lot of couples that end up getting engaged, but then they just completely cut them out if it's, like, not traumatic enough. <laughs> this give them good material. Yeah, and so I wonder if, like, this is supposed to be, like, more forced than it should have been. I don't because you know the thing is, like, yeah, love is blind, and, you know, the pods or whatever, but the thing is, like, their names give it away. So yeah. it's, like, you kind of already know, you know, like, you know these Indians, so you have this, like, it's hard also not to have this perception of what this person looks like. Your brain is automatically going to try to build something based on, you know, what they say. Um, and she knew his name. And also, why Shake? Like, you're, why, sh- how do you derive Shake from Ubby Shake, right? Like, isn't Ubby the standard for Ubby Shake? Why Shake? And I think that when I got that... And then he started calling her Deeps, and I was like, okay, we get it. We yeah. get it. You can't just, like, deal with your own name. We have to... And listen, we've all had nicknames, right? Like, in college, I pretty much only responded to dishes because everyone in our Greek org called me that, yeah. including the brown people. And it, But, like, I didn't mind. I didn't care. But it just felt... Again, it just feels so contrived. I, I can't help it. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't just... I mean, I could. I just wanted to see what Deeps' like other um, like interactions with people who weren't brown were would have been like, or who else she would have been more compatible with. Um, because the thing is, like, when you when too many people date, there's a lot there, and sometimes I always think, like, you know, if I were to end up with somebody Indian, like, there would be a lot that I wouldn't have to explain to this person. This person would just get it, and so we could definitely connect on that. Um, but you can't have that be the only thing you know and so i wonder how she would have connected with other people but obviously now we won't know Um, yeah i wish they had asked them like so why don't you only date white people or you don't explicitly date south asians because listen i've been you know i've said that where i hit a point where i kind of more or less avoided dating brown guys but that was from my own past experiences and realizing like this just wasn't what I wanted in my life because I didn't want to deal with the bullshit parade 
that came with guys like Shake. Because at the end of the day, even if they're not as douchey as Shake is, most brown guys are just that. They're disappointing. Like, they think that, first of all, they all think they're a DJ, including Shake. And I'm like, again, are we still in high school? Like, every brown girl knew a guy in high school who thought he was a DJ. And only one of them really made it, guys. None of the re- none of the rest of them are DJs anymore. And so it's just like, is it, like I want to know why because everyone has a reason why. Yeah, I wish they did. I wish they did talk about that more, right? Um, because they both said that they only dated, like you know, and maybe that's just where they grew up. Maybe there weren't that many Indian people in the in that area, and that would have been enough for me because I'm like, okay, maybe it's just not exposure. But if they have like traumatic experiences, but now you're dating an Indian person, you kind of have to know what they were or why you avoided that in the past. So now you can figure the, things out with this person, right? Like you have to know your history to be able to go forward. That involves self-awareness that our boy shake does not have. I know. Sid. That's what I mean. The thing is like. You're severely not, lacking. But you know, part of me just like was like, oh, you're so oblivious. I feel that's the thing. That's what made me kind of feel bad for him because I was like, I can't believe that you don't know. And also she said that one day he's going to realize that you know, I'm the best thing that happened to him or something along those lines, and I won't be here anymore. Yeah, that's 100%. That's the thing. He's going to realize what he had with her and how incredible she was because I don't think anybody would be as patient with him. And like her family described her, like she's selfless and so loving and like just just that aura that she gives. I don't, to be honest, I don't think I would even give him that much time. Yeah, you know? I, like, I, that's, I not. and that I found deeps. It took me a long time to really come around to liking her not that I disliked her but something in my head was like why are you still putting up with this guy yeah like what what are you coping with right now that you're still tolerating his bullshit just in the pods like I don't know how you even make it out of the pods with a guy like him yeah exactly you know and and that makes me wonder about just like generally like our culture being like you need to be grateful for any guy who like thinks you're good enough to marry or like gives you attention or will date you or whatever it is because sometimes you do see people in real life who you see girls dating guys that like you shouldn't be dating him like he sucks everyone hates him why are you dating him and it's just like I don't know if it's you don't want to be alone or you don't have the self-worth or our culture is just that toxic and broken like I don't know what it is but it took me a long time to just embrace deeps because part of me was just like, why are you putting up with this? Like I wanted to take her and like slap her across the face a few times because I was like, I just don't understand. I don't know. I like felt that way too. But I, the thing is like, maybe it's like two different perspectives because for me, it's kind of like, you know, I've kind of been there. Like, so I felt more for her, you know, I've kind of been there with people who weren't the best for me, but still trying because you had this really strong emotional connection. And that meant worth something, something worth fighting for. And when you're together, it does the times are good. And sometimes when you put them off, or something happens where it's not right, you're like, why isn't right? Like, what is it me? Did I do something? And so that's why I felt for her. But I also... I don't know, like, how she came to her conclusion because the whole time she, it seemed like she was going to try to make this work and she was going to say yes and she, you know, 
had this idea and she said, I can't wait to be a wife. Like I can't be, we, be like, I can't wait for our life together and our kids are going to be so smart. And <laughs> I feel like that's where producers came in and spliced the show together and probably cut out whatever reservation she had yeah. just to have like a more dramatic ending. So, you know, it is what it is. But she's a smart girl and I'm happy she was able to figure that out. Yeah. I was cheering when she was like, nope, I'm choosing myself and I deserve someone who is certain about me. And I, she definitely came around for me and like, I'm happy. I was thrilled when she was like, I don't care what happens in the finale. I don't give a shit. The only thing that matters is this girl does not marry him. I know. I never prayed so hard. I was like, God, please protect my friends and my family. And God, please make sure Shake and Dipti do not end up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if she said yes, the amount of people that would be on her social media being like, but imagine even her watching this back. Yeah. that's And amazing. hearing all the things he said about her like that in itself would have been enough for if I was foolish enough to marry this man to be like, you know what? I don't know about this. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But I know, like, sometimes it's reality show couples, like, they'll, they'll leave the show together, you know, just like fashion, they'll leave the show together, and then after the two months when they're, like, in real life, they kind of spend that time together, and they realize, like, they're not the right fit, so then they'll, like, part ways. I, I mean, I don't know how long, like, they would have lasted together in that way, um, but I'm happy that she had this, like, ep- epiphany, like, there at the Mundup. Um, but I'm also happy, like, about the way that she walked out, right? She just, like, walked herself back out into the parking lot, took a few minutes. And then, you know, when her mom came, her her mom had that moment. But also, it gives me so much happiness the way that her mom responded to this. You know, her mom was like, I love you and I'm proud of you. And you had the courage and strength. And, like, she's like, I chose myself, mom. I chose myself. And then her mom's, like, very happy instead of being like, what was all this for? You know. Right. Because that is the reaction so many people expect from brown parents, right? It's always like, I remember when I started watching the show and I'm like, you know, you all, brown people act like dating someone who's not South Asian is the world's biggest tragedy. Have you been left at the altar? Because I'm pretty sure that's fucking mortifying for not just you, but your whole family. Yeah. And, you know, so I obviously like grateful that her mom was understanding and wasn't like you're an embarrassment you're making us look so bad shame guilt but then again that would involve getting into the nuanced experience of being brown and netflix was definitely not going to do that so yeah, we'll I leave know. it <laughs> we will leave it at that but let's move on to some of our other couples <laughs> should we go on to shane and natalie were you a shane and natalie shipper because i was i hardcore. think they're so fun together i love them they are i do she actually actually natalie actually said She's also very, like, beautiful. And Shane is, like, the – at first, I didn't know about Shane, right? <laughs> his voice, his it voice kills. And his, like, the appearance of, like, just being the jock and, like, the big dude and, like, just, like, that persona that he seems to have. And so – and she's, like, very, like – seems, like, very, like, reserved and put together and not, like, loud and rambunctious. And so I was, like, I wonder how this will be. And then when she was, like, oh, I'm really attracted to him because he takes risks and he's all the things I'm not. And I relate to that, right? Like I like dating people that are different from me because that's where you learn. And I think that that balance is what keeps people, that attracts people and what keeps them together. And I know that they had their um, issues, but I feel like it might've just been like communication issues. Like she didn't 
know how to voice what she felt and he couldn't understand what she meant because what she was saying wasn't really like that dramatic like he's like she's like are you fishing for compliments and he was like he's like that's what you were doing Shane yeah (laughs) like that's what you're doing and then she's like oh yeah you're not pretty like I didn't find that really that offensive like some of the things that she said I thought they were funny Yeah, she has like a really sarcastic and like slightly defensive personality where like she's kind of always like, you know, poking fun and making fun of people. And for me, that resonated with me just because like, it's almost like the meaner I am to you, the more I like you. I always tell Mike, I'm like, if I ever start being too nice to you, you should probably be concerned because like I'm always like harassing him basically. Um, And I think that's where Shane, I have a soft spot for Shane because he definitely does remind me a little bit of Mike, just because, you, like you said, you look at Shane and you think he's got this, like, almost like this, like, douchey, somewhat arrogant frat boy personality. And then you get to talk to him and, like, he's a total softy. Yeah, he's, like, a sweetheart. Like, he's, like, I love yeah. this girl. He has feelings. And he's, like, I want, I really, if she picked me, I would be the happy, happiest guy here. And even with Shake, like, he's the one giving him advice. And I was, like, this is just from the outside looking in. It's, like, but also, like, looks deceive you, right? And, like, he, but Shane is just very, like, there. And that's what got me, you know? And he was just like, yeah. there when him and Allie would fight and things like that. Like. I don't know. I just and then even when she said no, he went back out after her, and then um, she was like, "Oh, can I still want to work on things?" Which is, you know, also like very, very valid. But then he was like, "I don't know. Like, I need some time," which is, you know, valid on his. Yeah, too. he's not reactive. Yeah, but, uh, and that's the thing. Like, as immature as Shane can come across, I will say, I think everyone on this season, all of them need to go to therapy because I don't think any of them was really 100% ready to get married except maybe Nick. Um, Because here's the thing with Shane. He is super immature and he had his moments where it was like, you just don't know. Like you're a dude and you just don't freaking know how to act in this situation. But, but I will say, I feel like there were moments where he really stepped up to the plate because of Natalie. Like, if it meant fighting for Natalie, if it meant putting on his big boy pants, he would do it. And I think that showed a lot, whereas, like, Shake automatically went on, like, oh, it's her fault. Like, I'm just not into her. Like, she's an auntie. And this guy, like, at least would step up and try. And I think the immaturity at the end of the day is what took out Shane and Natalie when he said that like he hated her and she was the worst thing that ever happened to him. I was like, that's not how we argue, everybody. Like, you should never, ever, ever say that to the person you're going to marry. The next day. Yeah, the next day. But also even once you are married, like, I don't think I've ever uttered those words to Michael in a way that I meant it. Yeah. The only I sometimes I'd be like, I hate you so much. And but you're it's joking. not in yeah. yeah, I'm joking. But if you're arguing I feel like there are like rules and boundaries that like if you're a mature adult, you can understand. But like if you're not, then you're going to act like Shane sometimes. And but hopefully he learns from that and then can do better. Because as far as I know, I think they're dating again. I hope Like they did. They are together from what social media seems to 
portray. I hope so. Like, I feel like they're a good balance and I like seeing them together. And I think that they like being together, you know, and it didn't work out. And marriage is a big thing, which I respected that they're like reverence for marriage and this, you know, but also it was her that decided. So I guess her, you know, appreciation for marriage um, and the fact that she just wasn't ready. But also I think that like what somebody says when they're mad at you is really important because to me, yeah. that's how you really feel, right? Like when things are good, you're going to talk to me like I'm the best thing to happen to you that like, you know, I put the stars in the sky and the sun doesn't shine until <laughs> I'm awake in the morning. But when you're mad and what you say when you're mad really is the truth, I think. And that's probably what felt like to her too. And I think that he even said, but that's what got me towards the end. Like he was like, I don't regret it. I don't regret anything. And so she's like, you don't regret saying that. And I don't know. That's what I was saying with communication. I'm not sure. I maybe he does regret saying that and that fight because he even he even started the the wedding day with like I hope that you know she forgives me for this the fight that we had and I hope she still wants to marry me after that. So I know he's regretful, but I think he might regret the experience. Yeah, for sure. I love them. I hope they're dating still, and I hope they're happy because. Just like you, I think they are so fun together and they balance each other out. And I think they can really learn so much from the other person. Like there's so much about them that seems to complement the other or balance the other one out. Because Shane is like this like giant ball of like chaos all the time. Yeah, but I don't know. I was little if I were Natalie. I would just want to wonder why he doesn't believe in 401ks. (laughs) Like I said, I think he's just immature, right? Like, again, with just being raised Asian and being a woman, it's like we are taught to always be responsible. The whole goal is to be a strong, independent woman, right? Yeah. But but Shane wasn't raised like that. I mean, his mom is the I sweetest person on the planet. I love his mom. Um, But he wasn't raised like, oh, I have to be like, just like independent, like dude who has his shit together. He's like, I'm a guy. You know what I mean? Pro- I, just, I don't yeah, know. But that gets I just, taken out of your account. Like, I'm pretty sure you can just click a little, like, check mark. I'm pretty sure it's not that hard to, to put some money aside. But I liked her response. Like, she's like, I'm just very, if I wasn't financially, like, there or if I wasn't financially stable, maybe I'd have more reservations. But you know what? That's something you can work with, which good for her, you know? Because I think yeah. that, that's also, I think that that's what it was like in her family. Like her dad stayed home and her mom worked. And that example, she like, you know, their loved worked and their um, their family unit worked. And she's like, that's kind of okay. Because I think a large part of the reason sometimes we like knock people because they're like, to me, not believing 401ks is a red flag because it's like, you're not putting <laughs> any money for the future. Do you not believe in our future? But she's like, you know what? It's kind of okay. Like I have one. And I'm like, okay, fine. I do have one. If you don't believe in one, that's fine. I'll figure it out. You know? Um, so I kind of, you know, like the fact that she was like so confident in who she is and what like her financial situation that she's like able to meet him where he is. Pretty much. And that's like a whole relationship conversation that I feel like, most reality shows just skip over or gloss over is the finances and how important talking about money is. And yeah, Shane, please understand you need a 401k. Please set it up. (laughs) But at the same time, I guess that's where she is the responsible one and he is the risk taker. I don't know, but I still think they should be together. Um, But who else was on the show? There was, of course, Trisha, the influencer. 
very cliche, another person who maybe should have dated Shake. I don't remember maybe. her. She well, they, she like didn't make it out of the pod. She was just the one that's like, I have a lot of Instagram yeah. followers. You know, I have like a lot of friends. Like, Legit. I know all these people. I'm like, maybe you should date Shay because neither of you hear yourselves. Yeah, I remember she's like at the gym. She's like, oh, I know something about the gym, and they know that she goes to the gym because so many people follow her or something like that. I don't know. I didn't think she looked like she worked out that much. Not that she was out of shape, but she I, like for someone to say like, oh, I work out super hard. I would expect them to like look like a bodybuilder. That's where Shake is going back to his fitness routine. Oh, yeah, because he can lift all the girls on his shoulders, right? I can't. He sucks. (laughs) Can we talk about Sal? Oh, my God. Sal, first of all, comes into this show. He goes, I'm like a Ferrero Rocher, soft on the inside. I'm like, there's a hazelnut on the inside. (laughs) It's not soft, actually. (laughs) But we love them. We yes. love Ferrero Rocher, so that has, and we love Sal, and we love him. He's also that's what I am just very much about men who are emotionally aware, right? Like that, I then that means that I'm not the only one that has to be so in tuned with who she is and the depth of emotion I feel. Like he gets it, you know. And him and Mallory, I don't know. Like I feel like I don't know how I yeah. feel about it. I really like Mallory. She's beautiful. She's really cool and down to earth. But I don't know. I I don't know if she gives him that much affirmation as he always needs because just because for her there were two. Yeah, there was, and he does feel like she's super out of his league. Where if this wasn't like a love is blind concept, he would have never even gotten a chance with a girl like her. Yeah. But I also like I don't know how I feel about Mallory. Like I don't dislike her, but I'm also not like overly enthused about her either. I was just kind of lukewarm about the whole situation. Yeah, and that, I don't know. With I don't know about their relationship, if I'm, like, so in love with it of how things are. But I know with him, I appreciate the fact that he tries so hard. Like, he yeah. keeps trying. He's- I think that's where Mallory was very lukewarm for me, was because he was always, like, going above and beyond – and her reaction was always like, oh, this is so nice. No one's ever done something like this for me. No one's- And it's like, have you never dated a decent person? Maybe she didn't. Maybe she hasn't. Yeah. And maybe that's why she's having such a hard time with Sal. Because you know when like you don't know how good you have it with someone because you've never been treated yeah, 100%. right? 100%. <laughs> and I, f- I wonder if that's what's happening with Mallory. Because I'm like, I'm not sure I understand your reactions to every time Sal, like, brings the moon down to the earth for you. Like, I just don't he know. He starts singing and he gets the guitar out or the ukulele. He makes he makes dinner. Yeah, and it also seems very good. And I'm, like, trying to figure out how he's making it so I can get a recipe. Maybe he can post the recipe on yeah, Instagram. Seriously. Tell us, Sal, about your stir fry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's just very – and I – you know, the thing is, like, Guys like that in life will get far because you – the thing is we just want you to show us that you care and that you really are in this. And if you can do that, great. Like that's – Mallory chose him and she will, She said yes, and but he unfortunately said no because he had doubts, so I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. – <laughs> She chose him and he was the one to to decide. But the thing is, like, he 
consistently shows up and he is like able to validate her affirm her beliefs talk about things which i appreciate right instead of fighting about it like they fought about something and he went into it and he's like i think we should talk about what happened or i really am upset about this can we talk you know and i appreciate the fact that he's willing to have these conversations that may not be ideal and also with somebody that you're just getting to know it's probably hard to have really early on and you might be wondering why you're even having these conversations like in the beginning it's supposed to be like your honeymoon phase but you know good for him for having that you know awareness emotional intelligence is so underrated and so few guys have it and i feel like a lot of them don't even know how far they would get if they could be more emotionally intelligent so far that is so enough you know like you could literally be less in all other fields but if you You could look like shake but if you are emotionally intelligent You would have gotten a lot farther, sir. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you're able to talk about things and, you know, like, understand her emotions as well and perspective, then that will get you far, you know? And and the fact that he had enough awareness to apologize to the family at the altar, like, that's both volumes. And even at, like, afterwards they were talking and, you know, I think that they, are they still dating? Because I think that they, they might have talked about continuing to. Um, well, I know they talk about it in the finale. Like they discuss, you know, try, like going on a date. And yeah. he, I think he was down for that. Um, I'm not sure what happened after that. So, I well, they are having the reunion on, I think, the, Friday, this week on Friday. Okay. Um, so we'll see because we know what's going to happen at the reunion. They're going to throw Shayna in the mix. And we all know how I feel about Shayna. Oh. She sucks. Ugh. I don't know. I feel I like I feel like she should if faith was so important to you and it is to me too, right? Like if faith is something that is why people are together, why they are. And like I don't really know if you can be so different, right? Like you can be religious and you can be in two different religions and I think that that would still be okay because you still believe in some kind of higher power and you believe what you believe. But he is an atheist and you're so centered on God that I don't know how you would have even gotten past the pods. Right. But also, if you're so guided by faith, why are you such a piece of shit? Like, literally, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is not what the Bible teaches. Like, that's what was so telling. It was like, okay, well, you're so in touch with God and you find so much, you know, such a source of guidance in that. But then you literally try to ruin someone else's relationship. You lie about your intentions. You're trying to manipulate people. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't buy it. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. Like when she had this conversation with Natalie and she was like, oh, I have a friend I can set you up with. Natalie is literally dating somebody. That's like me telling my friends that have boyfriends, oh, you know, if things don't work out with him, I have somebody on the side for you. I don't think you can do that. I don't think. But not only dating, like engaged, right? Technically engaged. They're engaged. Yeah. And then she, um, and then she like tells Shane that your relationship is what, what did she say? Your relationship, something. It's like a fraud or it's fake or something. Yeah, And you guys aren't compatible or something. First of all, who are you? Like you, it's, you know, you guys are past this. They're already engaged. Like they've made it out and they're working on things. Right. And if either one of them, Shane or Natalie didn't feel so strongly about each other, maybe uh, Shana was the thing that they needed to break them up, you know, just like one outside comment or like one other person. 
but they are really in love with each other and they really get each other. Yeah. And he at the beach when they when she was there, like he went right up to Natalie and like told her exactly what Shayna said. Yeah. Like he wasn't trying to keep it a secret. He wasn't trying to cover it up. He was just like, this is what she said. And exactly. And also the fact that like he didn't have to tell his guys who essentially tells their girls who then tell Natalie, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't through the grapevine. It happened then and there and he nipped it in the bud. He also like took care of it with with Shayna, but also told Natalie. And that was like probably one of the most responsible things that you could have done in this situation. And that's most appropriate too. Um, because yeah. Natalie can't go up there and pick a fight. Like it has to be him to be like, no, yeah, you're not doing this. Yeah. And also it really irked me that she like intentionally dressed like, you know how their whole thing was like, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Like in the pods when they were talking. And so she like intentionally showed up in an outfit that like in the pods, Shane's would- reaction would have been like, oh, that's so hot. Really? Oh, I didn't like she thought that deep about going to this like little barbecue on the beach thing is that why like did they say something about the cowboy hat is that what it was because remember how she was like wearing the cowboy hat and she was like i have no idea i just remember that was like their thing in the pods like what are you wearing and then like every time she would say like a crop top or a baggy shirt or whatever shane would just be like that's so hot and then so of course this girl went out of her way to make sure she dressed appropriately for the fucking occasion but whatever to each their own I know, I know. and then who do who else do we have we have Jarrett and ayana oh my gosh they're cute so at first i felt some type of way because Jarrett, because i ayana was his second option right like yeah and i would hate to feel like someone's second option because, and that's what you guys always like that's what all my girlfriends always tell me if he makes you feel like the sec- second option know that and you're probably not going to be okay with it and move on like you don't deserve a guy that makes you like an option like that's like everybody's number one or maybe like number three advice to me right and I get it no girl wants to feel like that no girl wants their friends to feel like that but for what it's worth they're on a dating show like that's the thing this is a dating show right and like we they dated multiple people over the two weeks and so he really thought he had one you could probably in this situation have connections with more than one person that's not unlikely you know yeah and she like, that this is the only situation like i would let it go in is because it's like there are 15 guys and 15 girls and they're all dating each other all the time yeah. and listen you know if ayana can get past like he was the second girl she he proposed to at least he was somewhat upfront about it i don't know how much he told her but like you know just being honest that like there is somebody else I am interested in. And I don't know if he told her that he proposed to her too. Um, do you know that? I don't know if he did. Oh, that he told... Um, that he proposed to Mallory and Mallory said no. Yeah, I think that she did. Yeah. Okay, she, yeah. She thinks about it a lot. Yeah, so then like at least it's all out there. Yeah, and also when they like live together, right? Like he's so good to her and he even like... So he was talking about like marriage with her in the future to his guy friends, right? And I like love seeing because i feel like guys like will talk to you one day about a certain way and talk to you about certain things but when they're with their guys like you really get it although the best guys talk to you it's like both the same right there's no like there's no lying there it's the same shit both ways but he was like 
she wanted she wants to do some kind of certificate program she wants to be a doula and like she wants to go back to school and he's like I have to make sacrifices in order to support her dreams or something along those lines and I was like wow he really gets it like he really gets this whole like reunion of us and the fact that like you know sometimes you have to make sacrifices for the other person and vice versa like he really understood that in that moment I felt like yeah for sure and like I I find just I wasn't like overly excited about them I was again another lukewarm the only people I cared about in the show was Deep D saying no and Nally and Jake <laughs> so when it came to Jared and Anna I really kind of came around to them at the wedding when you see them together and the way that they are and how she was kind of like talking about like whether she would say yes or no and it was I can take this leap off of a cliff with this man or I could not right either way that's how the decision felt because she was really young and she has all these things she wants to do with her life and is getting made the right choice and for me, as someone who did get married pretty young, I was 25, that's how it felt even then. But then when you realize you're with somebody that like you'll never find something like this again and they're worth taking that leap with and seeing where it goes, yeah. that's where Ayana really resonated with me because that's how I felt. I was like, I can screw this up right now or I can embrace the fact that I found somebody who is – amazing and i never want to lose yeah you know and you have those tough conversations like you said about finances and about she he's gonna have to make some sacrifices for her to go to school and finish her master's or become a doula and it's okay if you're willing to make those sacrifices if you're willing to work with it you can make it work he even said he's like not that like even he didn't even say it like it was this horrible thing that he's like damn like i have to support her he's like i that's part of this like I he, like he was aware enough to being like that's what I'm doing like this is I have to support her and I have to make those compromises and even when like she's like I don't want you to go out all the time you know like I don't want you to go out all the time I like staying home and like I have to I want you to stay with me I thought that this was going to be tragic right because it's like guys will be like you're not going to be one, the one to tell me when I can see my mom. Yeah, like the ball and chain metaphor. And he's like, I I need that and I need to, like, I, that makes me happy and it gives me whatever, all this stuff. And and then he was like, no, he's like, I can't expect my single life to continue up once I'm married. And I'm like, yeah. wow, great for you, Jared. Like, great. Um, I don't know how you felt because, like, he has, you know how he kept the gifts from his ex-girlfriend? And she yeah. didn't like that. I, don't know I didn't think it was so big yeah. of a deal. Because it was like it was like a monogrammed gift and it was like something that's like personable. And it's, and it was like a watch holder. Yeah, and it's not like her initials and his initials and the picture. Like that garbage. But like if it's his initials, and I also think he would want to keep that just because it's like more so because it has his initials on it. Like because it's monogrammed, you have more of a reason because it's so personal. Not like personal as in from them to you, but like just about personalized yeah personalized yeah Yeah. and so i like wasn't so upset that he kept it and i don't think that that's the reason he kept it and like so she and this whole exes thing right like he's like i don't like burning bridges and then he's like what if they're the hr of the company i want to work 
<laughs> yeah, that part was a little weird. I was like, Jared, why are you why are you really literally trying to apply to the job where your ex Yeah, why are you trying to work at the same company as your ex? Who cares? <laughs> but I also don't blame him. Like appreciate the hustle, man. Like, you know, you don't want to not get a job because she you screwed up the relationship or she screwed up the relationship ended, right? Like you appreciate the hustle, man. Um, but that's <laughs> she's like, I don't keep in contact with exes. And so I mean, I don't like burning bridges kind of the reason why um jared doesn't like it not because my ex would be in charge of the hr of where i would work <laughs> or something that's like so specific though like i wonder that if that happened. very specific like i wonder if that happened but i don't like burning bridges because i just think about the energy that you give and i don't think it's like i don't think it's just a good idea um and i think that you know like you chose this person for a little bit for a t- time period and you know you were dating and it was nice and unless they were horribly tragic t- uh, to you or it was just really bad relationship like you can move on in a you know civil way and just go on with life but also not text them every day or send them pictures of things that you you know think about like but you know if like someone if they had a death in the family you can say i'm sorry and that's it send flowers and that's it um so I didn't think it was a big deal that he kept the gift. I didn't either. I think that ultimately comes down to what you want and your preferences yeah. in a relationship. I always say, like, you need to find someone who's as needy as you are. Yeah. Instead of calling people needy, it's if you're less needy, then find someone like that. Yeah. If you're more, then find someone like that. And it's the same thing with this. If you don't want someone you're dating to have any reminders of their ex and any contact i mean if you're with someone who can provide that for you that's great i just especially as you get older i feel like it's harder to just cut everybody out it's one thing if you date someone for like a couple dates or a very short period but if you've dated someone for a long time like five or six years that's not something that's so easily un un mingled yeah and i also don't know if i can really ask you or that and i also like i kind of like judge guys based on how they talk about their ex right because women aren't crazy i will never accept the fact that you call your ex crazy okay like that will never like resonate with me there and so like you can say you know things didn't work out like this guy that I went a couple days with like he was like oh things weren't just going out with with working out with her even though I dated her with quite some time like we just weren't the right we weren't the right fit and it was just easier to part our ways and I was like you know what he's like and he even said he's like she's a great girl and I appreciate that right because also on the flip side I don't want somebody to be talking about me that way like I don't appreciate that you know and so like I think that how you talk about your ex is so important um and so you know i think it's just you just move on and you know hope that she doesn't work in hr and the company that you apply (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that really just comes down to like ayana's own insecurities because if he uh, he just has to make her feel secure in their relationship and meet her where she's at because clearly she's not someone who's comfortable with you having even a reminder of your ex um again i I just have to find somebody that's willing to put up with that if that's something you want but i think he like did well enough to like to reaffirm her and give her validation to certain things i think he did a good job and i think that that's why it worked you know like she didn't want him to go out so much you know and so like he was like oh my it's gonna definitely change when i when we get married um and so like 
And he also, like, didn't call her, like, he didn't go off on her when she was like, oh, you know, I why do you have these gifts? I don't know what came of that. I don't know if he got rid of them, but. Yeah, but it wasn't a huge yeah. fight either. It was, just, it was trying to understand why yeah, and how. Yeah, he's a really good, like, listener, and I think that he really tries to understand her. Um, and the, I like, that's a large part of the reason why the relationship is going to work. Like, when you feel validated and you feel like this person is listening and understanding you, then, like, you want yeah. to see it through. You want to see them through. I can respect that about Jarrett, where he came into this fully committed to yeah. making it work with whoever he was going to end up with and doing the work that it takes to make a marriage and a relationship work. Yeah. Instead of making excuses like Shade because he sucks. That's what I'm saying. Some of these guys are phenomenal. And I'm like just really impressed by where they are through this. And I know like, I mean, it, this is really hard to, you know, to because the thing is like your brain kind of it's different when you're listening versus seeing, right? You put the pieces together and voices have bias. Um, so, I mean, just to do this like sight unseen, like it's really cool. Um, but I also think that only certain types of guy would guys would be able to commit to experience like this yeah i think you have to be ready which is why i kept saying everyone on the show should probably go to therapy first to figure out their own shit before they're piling it on on somebody else um you like our other couple nick and danielle (laughs) (laughs) oh man i just i just don't know i don't mean to be so judgy of danielle Obviously, like, we've got some mental health stuff going on, and we don't want to stigmatize that. But at the same time, it's, like, it's not someone else's job to carry your baggage for you. They can help you unpack it, but they cannot be responsible for carrying it. And that's where it was just so hard to have any patience for Danielle because the show, and I don't know if this is, again, the producers coming in, but it just was exhausting to see someone completely misconstrue every situation. It was like, you live in one reality, and everybody else lives in another one. But apparently yours is the only real reality. And that's where I was just like, I'm tired. I don't know if I care anymore. Okay. I lost interest. About her panic attacks, you think? Or? I don't know. Like, when they would argue, I think the one was when they went to meet each other's parents. And then I guess on the ride home, Nick brought up something that was going on on his side. And she lost it about oh, like, this is such an important day for me. Why would you bring up, like, that? And he's like, because I'm a person. This isn't the only thing that happened to me today. There are things going on in my own life. And it's the age issue. I don't, I don't know. I just. Because she's, like, been through a lot. And you can tell she's been through a lot. And it's hard to, like, being, like, you know, you're just out of the relationship or you just pass something and then you get over it. Because there are triggers, right? There are triggers that, happen and then you get bring yourself back to that situation and you just react the same way you were when it first happened to you and he is like he's a little bit older he's 36 you know and so he's like really hopefully he's worked on himself a lot um and she's younger than him and so i wonder if it's just because the age difference where he's just like okay seen more of the world than she has and experienced more things yeah, I think that's part of it. But I do think there's Danielle's got like a lot of work to do. Granted, for me, if I was in this situation, just seeing this girl's apartment and her random impulse buys of like hot dog costumes and shit, I would have been like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm out. 
I have I don't have my like a ton of red flags, but I was like, what? My favorite was when like because sometimes I was watching this like when I was like doing things, you know, and it's maybe like, okay, it is kind of one of those shows that you can have on the background. And so I like come back and I, I see them in their costumes on the couch. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and then she's like, sometimes just stuff breaks. Like all my friends come over and the dining table is broken. I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, can't deal with that. Yeah, I can't I also deal with don't it. No, like I mean, I guess like I mean, I love my friends, and I guess like you know, some people. It depends on what everyone's relationship with everyone else is. But I don't know if I would ever handle my friends breaking my own table. You know, let alone like if yeah. we like went out and they broke the table at the bar. Like it's different, but. And then, he, but I don't know why. Like he was so much more upset about it than I thought. Like he would just—I thought he would just be like, "Okay, that doesn't happen to me, but maybe it's just a thing. I don't know. Maybe her friends just are." Really I don't know silly. if that's where the age comes in, or for me, again, it would just be a matter of respecting other people's stuff. Yeah. And when you marry someone, you also end up spending a lot of time with their friends, and I'm like, I don't. I don't want that in my house. I don't want your crazy ass friends coming in, breaking my shit, doing whatever, coming up, showing up in hot dog costumes. Like, I don't know. This is just, for me, there was just a lot of things about Danielle where I was like, I am not interested. But she's a sweet, I mean, it really, the whole- she seems nice. The worst. I mean, again, this is a TV show. Yeah. And if the worst thing is that, like her friends break her table then you know break them fucking all (laughs) break all of them (laughs) because they did end (laughs) up together you know and I also think that he I don't know if she like really realized how much he was there for but I think that she did like when she would have these panic attacks or she would just like really have these like wave of emotions when he was there to comfort her in those areas you know and so even beginning when she was like throwing up in Mexico like she's like wow like I feel like I ruined our day but he's still here with me um, yeah, he definitely always reacted correctly in all the situations with Danielle, but it just felt like the other way was not true yeah. because she was very kind of accusatory and not really ever willing to see his side or understand when he was trying to be understanding of her. And I don't know. I just. I am at a loss with her. But I think that maybe they just need more time together to figure this out. Because like I was saying, like, I think that it was based and she even says that she's based on her traumatic experiences. And maybe they were that bad where, like, it could have been anyone. And she would just have the same reaction. I don't think it was towards him. Like, I think that he was trying to be there, but maybe it triggered something in her that kind of, you know, really hurt her to the bone. Yeah. I just wonder how sustainable that is in the long run how, how we'll be able to get past it like love is great and it gets you through a lot but there's got to be some meeting someone where they are but also meeting in the middle at times and maybe it's fine for those four weeks right because there's only four weeks from start to finish i think yeah. four or six weeks and that's not a lot of time that's not the same as having to do this for six years or 60 years and so i don't know we'll see what happens did we miss anybody is there anyone else i think that's everyone yeah i think we just about covered it would you go on the show 100 (laughs) percent. 
think that's actually what I'm doing now. Like, not that, not, not that I'm like, <laughs> put me behind this wall and, uh, you know, talk to me for three hours and then we'll see. And then, you know, we could get married in two weeks. But I think because everybody, even though they don't say it, people have types, you know? And yeah. I realize that a certain type of guy for me has not been working. So I'm trying to change it up a little bit and see if like give other people a chance because by giving them a chance, I think I give myself a chance. And so that's what I'm trying to figure out now. But I think I would 100% do this. But I also don't want to be exploited as the Indian girl. You know, I don't want because the thing is like, yeah, I'm Indian. But that's not all my perspective is right. Like I'm an American Indian. I also have American influences on my dating life and my like existence in general, you know. Um, And so what I want in a partner and what I don't want in a partner also reflect both parts of my culture. So I think that that would be kind of cool and interesting to have someone like me on there because it would just give a lot of people on Netflix a new perspective and then you can have the Indian wedding at the end (laughs) for everyone to enjoy (laughs) one that doesn't look like a watered down disaster of an Indian yeah I don't know I feel like was that low budget like is that like did you just not have enough because our my mom would be like absolutely not will Amanda look like something like I don't think anyone looked at that wedding and thought that is the Indian wedding of my dreams, yeah, honestly. Like there, <laughs> was, think- there was literally like no other like I mean the even the priest was there and they were wearing their, their clothes, but I was like, that's no way to have a mund up, you know? Um but also, Yeah, or even just all of it. All of it. Yeah. I mean I don't know. Even the white people watching the show were like, this is the Indian wedding I wish I was invited to. Like, nah. No, we're good. It's not it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pass. I mean, especially since it didn't happen, right? But I wonder if it did happen, if they would have, like, really gone, like, you know, in the, like, feras, like, around the circle and, like, did everything more like that. I wonder, you know, because we didn't get to watch that because it didn't happen, which is great, actually. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank God it didn't happen. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on. This is always a good time. I hope you guys enjoyed our little chat sesh on everyone's current reality show binge. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, Disha Mazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at dishamazeppa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email bwwpspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell. Crexwell.